0: Welcome to Perimenopology, where we explore and converse about what it means to transition out of the young, hot, fertile, and fuckable box that our society labels as most worthy when you are socialized as a woman. Around here, we are all about body literacy and talking about the topics that society tells us are unimportant or inappropriate. I'm Michelle Kaffler, reproductive acupuncturist, Chinese medicine practitioner, and master feminist confidence coach. And you've got episode number eight. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Perimenopology. Before I get into today's episode, I want to make a quick announcement. This episode is brought to you by my Perimenopause Body Image Confidence Starter Pack. If you've been loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to dive deeper into this work, this is a great way to get started. It's a little collection of tools that I've created that you can start applying today to help you feel more confident when it comes to your body as you navigate this transition. It's free and it's available right now. Just head to the show notes or to michellekabler.com forward slash starter to get instant access today. Today, I'm bringing you an episode in a series called Provider Care Confidence. This series of episodes is designed to help you feel more confident as you are seeking and advocating for the best medical and non-medical care possible through your perimenopausal transition and beyond. Around here, we believe that knowledge is power and the more you know, the better equipped you will be to ask for exactly what you want and need from your care providers, medical or otherwise. If you're hearing this in the future and you want to access the rest of the episodes, I have an updated cheat sheet with direct links to all of the episodes in this series so you can find them easily. You can find it in the Body Image Confidence Starter Kit, which is free, and you can grab that when you sign up for the kit. The link is in the show notes. So if you've been following me for a while. You've heard me talk about this series of questions to ask your doctor or care provider when offered a new treatment protocol in the context of fertility treatments. This was originally presented on the Infertility Stress Podcast. But I believe that this series of questions is also applicable to anybody advocating for the best care from their providers. So I wanted to share it here too. Before we get into the questions, I want to give my usual rant about treatment choices, which is... That there is no hierarchy of treatment options. One is not better than the other. There are all types of people who need care, who will come to the table with all sorts of values and priorities and abilities. So, if you tell your friend that you're using, let's say, pharmaceutical medication, and they tell you directly or indirectly that your choice is inferior or inappropriate because it's not the quote unquote natural route, Know that one method is not better than the other. And conversely, if you want to try herbs and supplements or alternative medicine first, that's totally okay too. There's no right way to do this. Different bodies will have different needs, and there will be varying levels of accessibility and options for people. And most of the time, it's just about trying a bunch of different things and seeing what works. And in many cases, it ends up being a combination of a few things that ultimately provides a solution, or maybe even just a little bit of relief. And all of that said, I always recommend consulting with a licensed, qualified, and experienced practitioner for all of your treatment recommendations, that might be a medical doctor, a functional medicine practitioner, or a naturopathic doctor, or maybe another allied health professional. An example of that is if you want to try Chinese medicine herbal formulas, you would consult a TCM doctor or Chinese medicine practitioner, or if you want to try acupuncture, you'd seek out a registered acupuncturist. Everybody's body is different and will likely require an individualized assessment to determine the right solution for your unique and individual needs. What worked for one person might not work for another for reasons that are probably obvious to a trained and licensed practitioner, but might not be obvious otherwise. Please don't order supplements or herbs or medications from the internet without a consultation. These things are strong and they have effects, so you want to make sure that the effects that you are getting are right for your body. So, on to the questions. I believe that these questions are applicable in any context with any healthcare provider, whether you're seeking pharmaceutical solutions from a medical doctor or supplements from a naturopath or herbal formulas from a TCM practitioner. The basic premise of ethical medical practice and care provision is that patients seeking care are able to give informed consent for treatment. This means you know all of the advantages and disadvantages of particular treatment, you know the risks and potential side effects, you know the cost and the time commitment, you know all of the options that are available outside of the recommended course of treatment, including doing nothing. And from there, you can make a truly informed decision for your needs and for your care. To give you an example of how this plays out in my clinical practice, if somebody does not have truly informed consent, it can sound something like this my doctor recommended that I started estrogen therapy, but I don't really know why I'm taking it and I've heard it can cause cancer. I've got the prescription, but I'm nervous to take it. Or another example is, my naturopath gave me a list of supplements to buy. I think I know what they are for, but I have no idea how long it will take until I feel better. So, Today, I want to offer some questions to ask your care provider when they're recommending treatment that might help you gain the information to make a confident and informed decision for your care. And by the way, no need to write these questions down. I've created a little PDF for you that you can download and print so you can make notes while you're having this conversation with your care provider. You can grab it for free when you sign up for the Body Image Confidence Starter Kit. And again, link in the show notes. So here are the questions. Number one, what is the reason for recommending this next step? This is probably one that's going to sound a little bit obvious, but it can help you make an informed choice to actually know why your doctor or care provider is recommending a particular step in a particular direction. I've had so many people come into my clinical practice and they say, yeah, my doctor's recommending this, but I really don't understand why. And it kind of makes it hard to make a decision when you're not understanding the reasons behind it. So first and foremost, what is the reason for recommending this next step? Number two, what are the risks and benefits of this next level of treatment or this original level of treatment? The thing is that a person's tolerance for risks or desire for benefits is highly individual So one person's relationship to the risks of a particular treatment might be totally no big deal. And the next person to potentially use this treatment might think that it's totally unreasonable to risk that. And it's not that doctors aren't taking into consideration that people have individual outlooks on things, but it can be beneficial just to ask for that review so you can make sure that the risks and the benefits are comfortable for you. Number three, What are the risks and benefits of sticking with my current treatment protocol for now? As in, if I chose not to go to this next level of intervention, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, what are the risks of doing that? And what are the advantages of doing that? that can really help to compare and contrast with the risks and benefits of going through to the next level. And again, it's highly individual. So you want to have this conversation with your care provider on an individual basis. The fourth question, what will the entire cost be for this next level of intervention? There are so many different contexts that people can apply this question in. And so knowing what you're signing up for financially is important. There are different systems of medical care all over different places in the world. And so one person's cost for medical care might be different than somebody else's in another country. So you might think it's obvious, but this becomes... A little bit more applicable, especially in the healthcare system that I'm working in, which is in Canada's healthcare system, where there is no cost to go and get healthcare from a doctor. But if you're seeking care from an alternative healthcare provider, or maybe a naturopath, or maybe a functional medicine practitioner, you want to have an idea of what you're signing up to spend. And just to add on to question four, Another thing that you can ask or another way you can ask about the cost is you can specifically say, are there any hidden costs or will the cost be consistent for the entire treatment duration? Or are there any financial considerations that I might not think of that you might want to tell me about? Those are all kind of different versions of the same question, but it's perfectly okay to ask it in all of those ways. Number five, how will I know if this treatment protocol is working for me? I'll give you an example. So if we're talking about, let's say, hormone balance in the context of reproductive care, you know, from day to day, you might not actually get a lot of symptom change, but it might become really, really obvious during your period that you're going to get changes, but you might not know that as the patient. So it's the provider's responsibility to let you know. You might not feel any different during the month, but when you get your period, that's when we're going to know if there's a difference that has been made. You're going to have less of symptom A. You're going to have less of symptom B. And this is also a really good time to know if there are checks and balances along the way. You know, will it take me one month to see? Will it take me two months to see? How patient do I need to be to see the results of this? For some treatment interventions, you'll see results right away. And for some, it's more of a slow process. And you want to know what the checks and balances are along the way to know if it's working. Number six, how long do you suggest that I try this intervention before we know that it's time to move on? And the thing behind that is that you want to make sure that whatever you're trying, you're trying it for long enough to know if it's going to work for you. But also we want to know where that line is. Let's say you're using acupuncture, for example. You don't necessarily want to be going to acupuncture once a week for six months straight just to figure out that it's not really working for you. You also want to ask the provider, when will I see the results? How long should I try this before I decide it's for me? Number seven, are there any alternatives to this suggestion? You want to know if there are other options that are different or have less risks or more benefits. And of course, even if it isn't expressly stated by your care provider, there is a valid option, which is to do nothing. That in and of itself is an alternative. So I know that these questions might seem pretty obvious and basic, but they are important. In medical practice, one of the basic tenets of ethical practice is obtaining that informed consent. As healthcare providers, it is our obligation to make sure that you as the patient is fully informed of what the treatment protocol will look like, what are the risks and benefits, and what are the other options, one of them always being to do nothing at all, which is a completely valid choice, by the way. These questions are a good way to gain the information that you will need to make an informed choice for your care. Now, if your provider doesn't automatically offer you all of this information, it doesn't mean that they're practicing negligently. There are lots of reasons why it might not have been part of the current discussion, but it is just to say you're right to ask for this information when you need and want it. And just to say, if you're listening to this and you're about to make a change in your protocol or your treatment pattern, but you've already spoken to your care provider and you haven't had time to ask these questions ask for another appointment for a conversation so you can get the questions answered so you can make a truly informed decision. So again, if you want to download that PDF of the questions so you can print it and take it with you and make notes when you actually ask these questions, you can find it in the Body Image Confidence Starter Kit. To get access to that for free, you're going to head to michellecapler.com forward slash starter. You can also find it in the link in the show notes. And now I want to hear from you. Head on over to Instagram and find me at Michelle Kappler, Send me a DM and let me know if you found this helpful or if you think there's a question that should be added to the list. And please spread the word. Take a screenshot of this episode, tag me it on Instagram and share it with the folks in your community who are navigating the perimenopausal transition and beyond so they can hear about these questions to get clarity too. That's it for me this week. I'll see you next week with another episode. If you are loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take this work to a deeper level, let's work together. If you're a resident of Ontario, Canada, we can work together in a clinical setting, both virtually or in person. Or if you want help managing your mind around the perimenopausal transition and supercharging your confidence and body image, I can help you anywhere in the world through coaching. To learn more about your options for working with me, head to michellekabler.com and click on work with me on the overhead menu. I can't wait to talk with you.